Well, our moms think we're funny. Oh, hey everybody, I'm a Comey. Hey everybody, this is Truck Money 2. Yeah, so, uh, Happy New Year, all. Yeah, Happy New Year, even though, like, the first of the month is almost over. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, there was scheduling conflict, uh... But yeah, it's uh, it's been a real interesting year, and we we don't usually go in for like acknowledging holiday stuff. But we were talking about it. And we thought, you know what? We've both had a very very full year for twenty twenty two. It might be fun to just kind of like look back on it, reflect on it. Yeah, um, twenty twenty two was uh, it was interesting to say the least. Um, like. <clears throat> That's why every year seems like it goes by really quickly. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if just because I'm getting older or what, but yeah, it just seems like the the year is just kind of like before you know it, it's like oh hey, it's the middle of the year, and then before you know it, it's like oh shit, it's it's you know almost Christmas, and then next thing you know it's like holy shit, it, like I'm eighty years old. Yep. Um, <laughs> that thank you for <laughs> for spiraling me into depression right <laughs> off the bat. Um, but yeah, last year it was it was um. It was a roller coaster, man. I mean, just it just it shit just kind of happened and happened and happened and and before you knew it, it was just like I don't know, it was just it was almost it was almost like being shell shocked. Well, it's, it's what they call PTSD now, but it was it was almost you know like having PTSD and and like after somewhere through throughout the year, you just like you just got this kind of like thousand yard stare, yeah, for like yeah. the rest of the year, and you was like you know <laughs> they. What whatever happens, you know, um, like wh- whatever. Um, the only thing I can think of is um, that it it wasn't to the point where you know, like the like the soldiers that were in Vietnam that like they they had just seen so much shit and gone through so much that the only thing that made sense to them was Vietnam. Right, right. It, right. It, it did. We had never got to that point where, like, the only thing that made sense to me was just like twenty twenty two. Like, like this. Like, like, I didn't want to go anywhere else. Like, I just twenty twenty three has got to be like a repeat of twenty twenty two. It's the only thing that makes sense to me. Like, no. Like, like I was like, <laughs> I, like, and I've never been one of those people. Like, you know, I can wait for this year to be over. You know, because it's it's just it's just time. Right, it's just days. Right. Like, it was like we we you know assign a date to it, and then you know all sort of kind of stuff. But it really is just another damn day. Right, but right. in a sense, I was like, I, I really can't wait for this year to be over. I can't wait for for the mentality to shift. You know, be like, oh, hey, it's a new year. We expect something different now, and to kind of push things like like more to a more positive level. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I've noticed ever since like. You know, I was just about to say 2020, and then I realized it's really been going on since like Trump, and it's like, well, then since 2016, but it's like, no, no, this has really just been kind of going on since like 2012. And it's just that, like, every time New Year's rolls around, people are like, next year's gonna be better. Next year's gonna be better. And somehow, inexplicably, it always gets a little bit worse. Yeah, I I never understood the, the, this idea of like, next year's gonna be better. Like, what's gonna make it better? What are you gonna do different? Right. It's, it's almost like, it's just going to be better because I want it to be and because it's next year. But like, what are you going to do to make it, to make it better, to make it different? Because if, if the answer is nothing, then like, then what are you rallying for? Like you know, next year, next year, they like, what are you going to do to make that happen? Yeah. Yeah. Like you've kind of got to contribute. You can't just sit there and let the world happen around you. 
Like, you just can't sit there on your, uh, like, on January 1st, like a goon. It's like, you get your ass out there. You make that fucking year better. <laughs> you know, some some people tried that at DC and it didn't really work out for them. So maybe, maybe we shouldn't give that advice. <laughs> they were like, you know what, guys? I'm just going to sit here and, and let the presidency happen around me. I'm going to get out there and I'm going to establish who I want to be president. <laughs> So I'm not, you know, we we don't we don't get into like the whole political shit here. That's just it's just not our thing, man. <laughs> but have you seen the 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 headlines that said that <laughs> that uh, I, I Ivanka Trump and Jared Kushner were in a plot to shiv Mike Pence? <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, really? I could I could imagine them either one of them stabbing him with like a plastic fork, like much less like like shaking him, <laughs> like shaking, <laughs> like like take this pence. <laughs> like why why shanking him? Like you're you're rich, hire a fucking hitman, buy a gun, do something cool get with you, it. Yeah, get yourself a do dirt or something, man. Like Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, like that was a. I'm like, I'm like, really? Like either one of them? I could not. First off, I could not see her getting her hands dirty in any way to, to take part in that. Be like, <laughs> I just got my nails done. <laughs> oh, like, I mean, geez, like the only time I can see she her lifting a finger is to point at somebody to tell her what she wants. Like, right? Like, yeah. I, I saw that. I'm like, really? I mean, the only thing I could to me that would make to make sense of that is it would be a rich person trying to trying to nut up right <laughs> like like they would be it would be like after like the sender stabs caesar and someone comes in and sees his body and they just take something and they go Ugh. And it's like yeah it's like it's like we stabbed Caesar. Yeah, we did it. But like, <laughs> it just, just, just so you could be like, yeah, yeah, like I did that too. Like, I'm, like in my heart, I'm a bad guy. Like I did that. Yeah, like, the, don't, the, don't fuck with me. <laughs> yeah, the people who want to be like Patrick Bateman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I'm listening. I'm like, yeah, come on. Like, really, you expect me to to, to believe that? <laughs> That's retarded. <laughs> Uh, I mean, like, so I'm uh, not saying it's not true, but I just really, I can see them talking big shit about it, but then not doing anything. Yeah, he, yeah. If he comes near me, I'm gonna fucking stab him. And it's <laughs> like, I don't play that shit, man. My dad's a president. Who the fuck you think you are? I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying, if I were from a family that rich, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get a fucking shiv. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I want, I want a, a, a an obsidian knife with a diamond <laughs> handle. <laughs> yeah, Interwoven about- with the tears of unicorns. Yeah, you see, going to like a like a gun store, like the Terminator, be like, yeah, I'm looking for a knife that steals a man's soul. Be like, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, honey, we're, we're fresh out of those. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Kam- Kamala Harris was in here just the other day. She bought the last one, believe it or not. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um. Yeah, I, I kind of wanted to to like look over the past year because I know for me it's kind of been a year of I don't I don't know if I want to say growth, but definitely like learning things about myself. Mm, so, if I may, yeah, yeah. What did you learn about yourself? Oh, I was going to ask you first. <laughs> I learned shit about myself. Um, <laughs> I learned that. Um, You can't make a bad decision better by making an even worse decision. 
That that's pretty good, yeah. Um Um So like if you sleep with with four cops, then you're not gonna improve your situation by like cranking that right up to six. Right. <laughs> uh no, I, I think I learned that I learned that you 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 don't go back on your principles. Mm-hmm. Like if if you set if you set a principle for yourself and you set you know and you say this is what I believe in, like, and these are the the personal truths that that I hold dear. That you don't compromise those. Right, right. Because you created those initially for a reason. You know, and I'm, I'm not talking about like golden rule types. I'm talking about like, like your, your personal, like, this is, this is throughout my life and experience. This is a rule that I came up with to guide my life by. Right, right. And you don't compromise those because sometimes you, 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 you second guess yourself. You doubt yourself and you're like, I created that rule, you know, when I was drunk, you know, or like, or in this, uh, this phase of my life and that kind of stuff. And then, and it's like, but no, you, you create that rule, not at that moment, but it was a culmination of things up to that moment. So don't ever think that you did the wrong, excuse me, that, that creating that rule was the wrong thing. Like, right, just, right. like hold true to it because there was a reason why and you can't betray that reason. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, so for, for me, I think the thing I learned the most about myself and, and maybe the timing on this is like a little bit behind because, you know, I've, I've, I've said this before on the podcast, my new year's is kind of like just more towards the end of the month when it's my birthday. Cause it's my chance to like watch fight club again and, and reflect and kind of like make some decisions then. Mm-hmm. But uh, th- this is nowhere near as inspirational uh, compared to that. But uh, <laughs> I would try to be inspirational, but thank you. <laughs> One thing that I learned about myself is uh, that everybody in my life uh, thinks that I've got some real issues. <laughs> and I never said that. You did. And that's why when? I bring this up. I'll, I'll, I'll get to it. Because this isn't a bad thing. This brings me life. Like, as I was thinking about the events of the past year, I was like, wow, every single person has said either you're psychotic or you need help or you're fucked up. <laughs> and it's like, that was a good year. So, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I do that when you send me Chris Chan shit. <laughs> okay. No, that, that, that's just a little like appetizer for me. But no, if what, for us, the, the event that had happened for, for you and me was when we were doing our episode on the dentist system. <laughs> <laughs> and we were going over the different ways that we would handle the steps. And I got to the, the one on gaslighting. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, here's what I would do. And I spelled it out. And you just went, dude, that's fucked up. <laughs> that's dark. You're messed up, dude. <laughs> and it was a very proud moment for me. <laughs> did, 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 I, did I do that, Comey? Yeah. I, I'm sorry, Comey. <laughs> No, don't apologize because it's like probably one of the best trends of the year for me. Well, okay, so remind me what it was your your dentist system thing because I don't remember. <laughs> I, I, would, I would see if, if if what I said at the time um, was 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 correct. 
uh, I can't remember which step it is, but it's the one where you, like, separate yourself from the woman and then kind of, like, make her feel like when she's away from you, she's in danger. And so, like, the way Dennis does it on the show is he starts making anonymous phone calls to her house with a voice changer, and he's like, welcome to hell. (laughs) And so... Dennis. (laughs) It's one of my favorite episodes. So what I said I would do is get one of those, like, little microchips you can get on Amazon that, like, is set to beep at random intervals between every 20 seconds and 15 minutes. Oh, then you would gaslight and be like, I don't hear anything. Yeah, (laughs) hide that somewhere in her living room. But then, like, oh no, like, I would, I said I would hide it somewhere in her computer, so it sounded like her computer was fucking up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then just, like, subtly remove it and power cycle the, the computer and be like, yeah, I don't know, all you need to do is turn it off and back on. I mean, <laughs> just, you don't know what your problem here is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> you talk about me being dark. <laughs> I was I was really proud of the step. I'm still I'm still proud of that. I, I thought tell. it was I thought it was pretty clever. But then yeah, your your response was like, "Dude, you're fucked up." <laughs> and so, God, I can't remember what it was with with Mac, or what she said, but uh, we definitely had a conversation similar to that. I get it all the time from family, so that wasn't really necessarily new. <laughs> but then. Um, was talk I was talking to Camelot and uh and we were we were going over like just basically what's what's kind of breaking points for us and when do we lose interest in a relationship cuz uh you know Camelot's philosophy was always you know as long as they're attractive enough I can put up with a lot mm. my philosophy was always kind of the opposite I can put up with a lot of physical flaws as long as you know you've got like the perfect personality right and so I, I just happened to bring up to him that it was like, oh yeah, you know, there was there was one chick I dated I knew by like the second date that it wasn't going to last and I was going to wind up breaking up with her because she, in course of conversation, said irregardless. <laughs> and he just got really quiet and slowly turned to me and went, you're psychotic. <laughs> <laughs> you're like... <laughs> that may be, but irregardless. <laughs> I was like, no, no, I just, I mean, I, I know that, like, that as soon as she said that, I was like, and this ain't gonna last. Uh, this is definitely gonna end in what's probably gonna be a pretty messy breakup. And it did. And not because of that. It's not like I just dumped her right there on the spot. But then, yeah, he, he said that, you know, my reasons for breaking up are a lot like Jerry Seinfeld's and... It's that kind of thing where he's like, she, she eats her peas one at a time. It's really vexing. Well, okay, so what you the, the irregardless thing, right? <laughs> that would not. I, I would not turn on you for that. <laughs> it pisses me off because because when you told me, and then I got this text that said question mark question mark, right? <laughs> I was right there with you. I was like, yep, I fully understand. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, like. Uh, I mean, yeah, there are, you know, the, here's the thing. When it comes to stuff like that, th- people that do that aren't aware that that is, I, I don't want to, I hate using the word trigger, right? I, I hate because <laughs> it sounds, it's, it sounds so fucking like whiny ass genetic. It triggered me. Yeah. Yeah. It, you yeah. know, it's like, but I mean, but in in the in the in the correct context of you know 
it, you know, activated, you know, a a thought or created a chain of like thoughts in my head. So yeah, fired off a bunch of neurons. Right. Um. So uh, they they're not they're not aware that these things like had that kind of effect on you. That's just their normal form of, of, of communication or interaction. Yeah. And you, it's not right to say something to them be like, don't like that really just like, that's like fucking like metal shavings under my fingernails <laughs> kind of thing. Uh, because you're, you know, they, cause they, they really, they have no, not necessarily they don't have any control of, but like it's, it's just a, something they just do. Like, unconsciously. Yeah, yeah. But that shit can just drive you batty. Yeah. And, and there's, there's, you can only grin and bear it for so long when you're like, 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 you, you become like, Flan is like, breathe through your damn mouth! <laughs> 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 yeah, so. I mean, like, to me, it's a lot easier to just know by, like, the second date that it's like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and right now I think that's kind of like, like cute and adorable, but only because I'm really horny. Inside of six months, this is going to make me want to murder her. Right. So I, I might as well like be able to project ahead and be like, yeah, it's, it's not going to work. That's I, a level of stupid I can't get behind. For some reason, at that moment, I thought you were going to say, and so because of that, you're like, you know, I decided I'll just go ahead and murder her now. That's for some reason. <laughs> that's, that's where my head. But I'm like, I'm like, no, wait, that's, that's not what he was going to say. Like, why well, did I, I mean, think that? Didn't want to. Didn't want to say that on the podcast. <laughs> I just knew it wasn't going to work out. So I was like, "Well, you well. know, she looked like a clingy type." I was like, <laughs> Might as well uh, just eliminate the middleman. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I've, I've I've worked hard to get to this point of being alone in my life. That's uh. So yeah, that that's probably the thing I most learned about myself was like, wow, at least one time in the past year, everybody even remotely close to me has said that I'm crazy. So, that was pretty cool. Yeah, well, um, that's cool. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, um, I had a, um, I, I've had several moments lately this year, um, where, remember we, uh, last time you were here and I showed you that, uh, showed you that, that the trailer, but it was, it wasn't a trailer, it was a scene from the movie, um, uh, powder. Um, and it was the scene uh, where where they, he was talking to the people, and Jeff Goldblum was there, and they were like, "Well, maybe you saw it on TV." It's like I can't watch TV, and then Jeff Goldblum turned on the television, and it started like staticking and all that kind of stuff. And he's like, oh, "I was just trying to illustrate, you know, that what he meant. Well, like, he can't watch TV because of the electricity in his body mess with the signals, yeah, stuff like that." Yeah, yeah. And then the guy says something to him. He's like, you know. Your IQ score, blah, 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 blah. It's like, you know, it's like, do you understand what I'm saying? It's like, well, if, if, if you believed I'm as smart as you saying I am, it's like, would you really ask me if I understood? Right. Right. I've had several moments like that lately where, you know, where people have said things to me and, um, and they've said things to me and I'm like, 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 why are you telling me this as if I'm some kind of infantile? Like, like, why do you somehow think that I have no concept of what this is? I mean, if you really think that I'm as smart as you say I am, why would you think I wouldn't know this? Right, right. And it's 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 been damn insulting. Right, yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like mm. 
and and you know me, I mean, like I have a tendency to run hot, you know, like all the time. <laughs> but I try to maintain my my level. Like like okay, so like if 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 I run like ninety degrees, like all the time. Yeah, yeah. Right. I still try. I still try to keep things at ninety degrees, but but at least less than a hundred. Yeah. Like I don't expect me to get down to like seventy five, right? Or even <laughs> eighty, you know. But I but I try my best not to get to a hundred. Right. Right. And and so like it's just like it's, it's like, uh, but sometimes when when somebody does something to you, it's, it's like like like. Here's some gasoline, but like, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> and that's how things are like some lately it's like like, oh, you're like, you're 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 like, like, oh, like, why are you like damn it, man, I'm trying to be cool like right now. Like like you, you don't get it. And and that that always makes things so much worse where it's like, I was making an effort to have a good day here. Right. And to not just be in a foul mood, and here you come with your bullshit and you ruined it. Exactly. And it's, it's like it's like, oh, you I think sometimes, and this isn't just for me, and I think it's something that we actually take into consideration for everybody, is that you don't know how much of an effort it is just to maintain where I'm at. Like, it may seem <laughs> like I'm completely chill, you know, or that everything's cool, but it's not. Like, that's that's a facade, so you don't really see that, you know, like, like, like I'm, I'm, I'm burning up back here, man, you right, know? Right, right. And... And like I said, I think a lot of people like, they're like that and you, and you just don't realize it. And like the, the slightest thing can just set them off. It's like, and then people are like, it's like, oh, man, he seems so cool. It's like, well, yeah, you know, but <laughs> because, because I mean, who wants to walk around like all the time? They're like, I'm angry. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's how you don't have friends that yeah, like yeah. sleeping with 700 guys, you know? Like, <laughs> So, well, you know, it wasn't the sleeping with 700 guys. It was more just like ditching your friends. To... Right. But I mean, I mean, so... I'm probably going to air this episode before those ones. Probably. Just because the closer to New Year's we get this, the better. But yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's just, it's, it mean, it, it's quite an effort just for me to maintain that and to still keep up that, that facade of like, everything's cool. Everything's fine. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, um, um. Uh, crap, I can't think of the, of the woman's name now. Um, but, uh, it'll come to me in a minute. Um, but yeah, it's just, just to, just to kind of like, um, uh, to kind of keep that, that whole, you know, just to keep people around me. That's it. Just to keep people around me and not go running off, you know, and screaming at the hills to, you know, be like, ah, oh, this guy's nuts. But like, yeah, maybe, but I mean, <laughs> but anyway, so, um, um, all, all that to say is just like, um, like we, uh, it, it's, it's, it can be trying, very trying sometimes just to, just to stay where you are and to just try to be the best person you can be. Yeah. Even if you can't, like, even if you can't be a great person, just to be the best person you can be. Right, right. You know? Um, and sometimes goes, people, goes back to our mantra. Just give a damn, right? Like show show that you're at least willing to put an effort. Um, and I was gonna say, and you know, just to um, just to kind of maintain, you know, where you are, so 
so you can just be sociable. Yeah, yeah. And I think I've been doing that a lot this, like last year, was just just trying to maintain to be sociable. It's like like the you know, not not like the this is fine guy where it's like like this is all horrible, but I'm just gonna just accept it. It's it's more of like like I'm just gonna say this is fine. Just as a way to move on, to not right. dwell on it. And I think I did a lot of that last year. It was like, this is fine. This is fine. And then, like, you know, and I've been, like, gritting my teeth at night or, you know, and, like, right, you know, right. like, unable to sleep, that kind of stuff. So, <laughs> but I was going to say, like, uh, the, the thing I saw, the song I was thinking of was a Tracy Bonham song, Mother Mother. Yeah. You know, which I'm not sure if you've ever heard it, but it's a great song. I love it. Yeah. It's like from the 90s. Don't think I have. It's a great song. It's this girl. She's uh, writing a letter to her, a letter to her mom, and she's like, you know, yeah, uh, like mother, mother, like you know, how are things going? Things are great here. I'm doing really good in the city by myself. Like you know, I've got a good job and her and everything, and and things are really looking up for me. And then it switches, and she's like, you know, hey, you're slowing my road trip, but you still ain't calling. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it switches. She's, she's like, you know, I'm hungry. Like I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm like. Uh, I'm broke. I'm starving. Uh, you know, I'm bleeding to death. Everything's fine. And then she goes back to saying, "You're like, oh yeah, things are really good here." Blah blah. blah. And then and then it comes back to the reality of like things are not good here at all. You know, right, right. But I know you want to hear that I'm being successful and that things are working out really well. So I'm going to tell you that. But in truth, like, no, everything's going to hell. <laughs> so like, it, it, it kind of feels like that sometimes. Like, right. Right. Like I like I don't. You know. Because people don't really want to hear either. You got two types of people in the world. The ones that want to hear how fucked up your life is so they can feel better about themselves because they can't really offer you anything to like make it better. Right. So, and not even, sometimes they're not even a sympathetic ear. It's just like, they just want to hear like how bad your life is so that they can be like, like, wow, at least I'm not that guy. Right. 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 Um, and, uh, or you have the, the, the ones that, um, they just want to hear everything's okay because they're like, I just want to hear you say, Oh, I'm good. And then because I don't really care that right. those are the two types of people you have. So, right. Right. So it's like, that's it. So that's the thing. It's like, do I really tell somebody like the truth about how I'm feeling, what's going on? Or do I just be like, <laughs> like, no, everything's good. I'm okay. Everything's fine. Yeah. You know, I always, I always think about Tyler Durden there when it's like, why? So you can pretend you're interested. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sick desperation to your life. <laughs> So, so, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, you just kind of sit around and, and I have somebody who's telling me, it's like, you know, well, that's what I'm here for, for you to talk to me. And I'm like, I'm like, I get that. But one, I have a hard time, like, just talking to people openly about shit that's going on with me. And right, two, right. if you can't, if you can't solve my problem, right? Then I don't want to talk to you about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know that sounds rough. It's like, but if you can't solve my problem, I don't want to talk to you about it. I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to go to the ATM and just hang out there looking at if I can't get any money out. Right? right if I'm broke, right. like, what the hell? Why don't I go to the ATM and just start, just keep putting my card in there, like pressing buttons? But like, <laughs> what good does that do? <laughs> so. Now, I know some people are, are like, they like they like to talk shit out and things like that. And I'm like, that's cool. I get that. But that's not me. Yeah, yeah. And it's not me, like, bottling things up. But it's like, I have to just kind of, like, maintain what I have. And just like, this is what's going on. 
you know, and, and that's a, not to equate everything to a song, but it's it's like the suicidal tendency is like, I'm fine, I just, just figure it out, okay, all right? I just figure, <laughs> figure it out. Like, no, I'm not on drugs, can you just give me a Pepsi, please? All I want is a Pepsi. I just mm-hmm. wanted a Pepsi. And she wouldn't give it to me. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's that's kind of how, how last year went. And, and then I got to, to a point where, well, May second what I said on podcast, you know. Um where I decided that um that I was not going to um I was not gonna write anymore. Mm-hmm. So last year I took a good hard look at everything and um and that's probably been the most difficult thing for me going into into twenty twenty three was that I looked at, at um I looked at, at my life and um and my goals and what I wanted to be and what I wanted to do with my life. And, um, and I was like, you know what? I like, I, I always wanted to write for Marvel and I was like, that's not going to happen. Right. Right. Like, no, nah, it's not going to happen. I wanted to be, you know, I want to be a writer of some notoriety, but some, some level measure of success that I was comfortable with. You know, right, right. That, that that I would consider successful. It doesn't have to be, yeah. I don't have to be like fucking Timothy Zahn and shit like that, right? But, um, but or but I wanted to be, you know, I like I wasn't expecting anybody to make movies or TV series off my stuff, you know. But right, yeah. You know, but a, a level that I was happy that I was happy with. I could sit there and say I was a success, and I realized that's not going to happen either. And with that being my my goal or my my like my dream. And I said that I have like, since that's not going to happen, I got to, I got to, you know, put that away. Like that's no longer, that's, that's dreams not obtainable. So that's gone. Right. Right. I don't have another dream. Like I don't, I don't have anything. So I don't really know what to do with my life now. Yeah. Only thing that's I, rough. only thing I got is the podcast. <laughs> now I do. So have like I said, I've got, I've got writing commitments that I've made to people. So I'm, I'm still going to honor those commitments. I'm going to finish those things up. I'm going to finish up um, my novel or my second novel. And then after that, I'm done. Um, only thing I'll do is I'll write like little shit for the podcast and things like that, but right, nothing, right. nothing real or serious. No comics, no novels, no TV series, you know, yeah, that, that depresses me because I like your stuff. Well, thank you. But I mean, I mean, it, you you barely make enough money to do what you want to do. Right? You, <laughs> you're not going to buy like, 50 copies of my book. <laughs> That's true. Um, so, but I mean, it's um, and I'm and the thing is, it, it's it was it not not um wasn't depressing, but it was an easy decision to make, and I'm okay with it. Even though I'm not, like, I'm okay with it because it is what it is. And right. it was really the only decision to make. Like, I mean, when I looked at everything, this was, like, the only call to make. Um, <clears throat> I um, I don't like that it had to turn out that way, but that's the way it turned out. So, yeah, yeah. like, I've accepted it. I mean, and the, like I said, the only, the, the, the worst, the thing I, that I have a problem with now is that I just don't know what to do um, with, uh with my life. Right, yeah. I don't know where to go. I don't have like a a a a set kind of like direction anymore where this is what I wanted to do and now and I was still kind of like trying to trying to to uh 
to, to push towards that. And now it's just like, I don't, I have no idea. So yeah, that, that's yeah. kind of where I am. Like that's, that's what 2022 led me to like everything led me to, and then started me off here with like, I'm just rudderless. Oh man. See, I, di- I didn't realize this episode was going to be dark. I'm sorry. No, it's, not, <laughs> it's not dark. It's just realistic. I mean, so I, I told you, right. Um, you know, there's certain defining moments in my life mm-hmm. to where I said, you know, like, like this is the thing that, that helped to shape me to my perspective on the world and where I am. Right. Right. And right. one of those things was, as I told you, um, when I was in high school and we read Julius Caesar and it was defined to me as Julius Caesar saw the way the, saw the world the way he wanted to be like, not as a futurist, but he saw the way the world as like, this is perfect. Or like, you know, Rome is, Rome is perfect and this is it. And I'm doing a great job and everybody's happy um, because that's what he wanted. He wanted that to be that place. And so that's how he saw it, even though it wasn't true. Right. Right. Brutus, saw Rome and the world the way it was. Yeah. And I remember when she told us that, because that's why when he comes out there and he's like, you know, that's why he ultimately like helped kill Caesar was because he's like, I don't, you're my friend. I don't have anything against you. I know you're trying to do your best, but your vision is not right for this world because you don't see what needs to be fixed. Right. You know, right. so, and that's why he gives a speech and he says, you know, I know I come not here to, you know, to, to bury Caesar, not to praise him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. uh, or, or not to praise him, but to bury him. Uh, you know, uh, cause he's like, you know, I'm not going to, even though he's my friend, I'm not going to sit there and say he did the great things and stuff, but you know, like, let me just, let me just put this guy to rest as my friend. And then, you know, so at that point, I remember I, I mean, actually this, this conscious thought in my head was like, I want to live my life as Brutus, not as Caesar. Right. I would much rather see the world for what it is than to believe it's something that it's not and walk around thinking that, you know, everything's fine and dandy when shit's on fire around me. Right. Right. Um, And so that's what made the decision easy is like, I was just like, this is what it is. And I, and I recognize that. And so I'm good. So, I mean, so it's not, it's not depressing. It's just like, like I said, now I just don't know, like, where do I go from here? Um, Like, what what can I define as a new? It's not going to be even be a dream at this point. Now it's got to be like a like a goal. Like yeah, like yeah. what is what is my new goal? I'm like what is my objective that I'm going to head towards? And I feel like I need one, but maybe I don't. But I probably maybe just feel like I need one because I've had one for so long. Right. Not having one just feels weird. Yeah, yeah. No, I, we're the type of people who definitely need some kind of goal. Uh, you should strive to become uh, the world's greatest theremin player. Well, I do have a theremin. Oh, so there you go. Uh, it's upstairs. That, that serendipity right there. Mm-hmm. Um, Sarah, who? No, it, it was a it was a dinosaur. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know much about dinosaurs. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was actually like a dinosaur cartoon character, serendipity. Oh, yeah. the only thing I know when about I dinosaurs is, is gas stations. Oh, um, well, they they lived in a land before time and ate some motherfucking tree stars. Tree stars. Yeah. Oh, that sounds interesting. It was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, I I I don't want to say that I have that I drank more in the past year because I I think I'm pretty much at the peak. Uh, but I've definitely varied up what I've been drinking. Okay. So I'm I'm trying trying to branch out a little more with cocktails. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, have learned some really, really nice martini recipes. Nice. I do like a good martini. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've figured out uh, a really good, like, ratio for the classic, like, with a twist instead of an olive. Okay, so let me ask you, are you a, a gin guy or are you a vodka guy? Um, I kind of prefer vodka, but I went with gin first just because that's, like, the classic martini. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to make it, like, original, original recipe when I was first learning. So I got some, like, nice, like, top shelf uh, gin. And, uh, like some Tanqueray? Uh, well, not, not that top shelf. <laughs> but, uh, I just mean, like, you know, not, not, not one of those $8 bottles or anything. Gotcha. Just like, you know, d- decent, like $25, $30 bottle. Um, and, uh, yeah, um, I, I've tried it with the olive, but, uh, I was, gonna, I was gonna be my next question. Are you a cocktail olive guy? Are you, or, I mean, are you a cocktail onion guy? You're an olive guy. Um, I mean, like, I, I want it to be the olive because that's what I've always seen in popular culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like the olive pairs a little bit better with vodka than it does with gin. But, like, if you go with the classic recipe, you go with the gin and you do a twist. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's good. Like a lemon twist? <laughs> yeah. Like Les Sierras with a little lemon twist? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I've, I've been doing a lot more martinis this year, but I've also been doing a lot of Manhattans. Mm, okay. Oh, wow, you're classic. Oh yeah, I really like a good Manhattan. So uh, I, actually, I, I, um, <clears throat> I, I like, uh, I like martinis. I do like olives. I'm a three olive guy when I'm martini. Okay, I, okay. I do. I like three olives. Uh, so I don't think I've ever done more than than two olives. Like yeah. So when I'm watching like Iron Man and Pepper, it's like, she's like uh. You mean a martini, like, dry with, like, olive, uh, like, lots of olives, like, uh, as many olives you can get. Like, I'm like, that's, that's like me. Like, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, what I want to do for my next uh, vodka mix is to get some of the Crystal Skull vodka. Okay. Because that upstairs. Yeah, because it's Dan Aykroyd stuff. Yep. So, like, I really want to try that. But, uh, but, yeah, Manhattans really do the trick for me just because I'm already a big whiskey and bourbon guy. What's uh, what's in a Manhattan? Uh, so it's like a three parts bourbon to one part vermouth. Okay. Uh, and it's it's like a sweet vermouth. Oh yeah, of course. And uh, then you do like a little dash of bitters, and you garnish it with a maraschino cherry, which I've actually got like spiked maraschino cherries. Didn't know that existed. Okay. But uh, so you like you garnish it with that, and then I usually actually do like a little dash of the maraschino cherry juice just to give it some color. Okay. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's very very pleasant. Hmm, see, I've got all that stuff. Um, oh, sweet. Well, you said bourbon, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think I've got some bourbon upstairs. But I know I've got the, I've got um, the vermouth and I got the bitters. Okay, yeah. Um, I mean, bourbon is like the classic recipe, but like pretty much any whiskey works with it. Okay. The only thing I haven't tried it with uh, is scotch, because I've I've never seen anybody mention using scotch in the recipe. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure if scotch really worked very well. I don't. I don't think it would. Um. And it, it could if you like really focus in on the cherry stuff, but yeah, it's uh, it, it definitely plays nicer with something like Jack Daniels. Okay, maybe some Buffalo Trace. So uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's definitely been a bigger part of of my life in the past year. Cool. I will have to say that I have uh, I have um, had the. Uh, a- occasion to indulge a little bit more this year or like last year than I was before um <clears throat> I um 
I, you know, I've uh, had a decent collection of wine. I've actually gone through some of it recently. Um, just drinking some wine back and forth. Not too much. Um, not really. And the thing is, when I say I drink a little bit, like one day I think I had like three glasses of wine. Um, hmm. but that, that, it, but so I'm not, so I had, I had two and a half glasses. I had a glass of wine and I was drinking. And I was like, you know what? I really don't like this wine. This wine is horrible. <laughs> so I poured it down the, the drain and then I opened up another bottle that I had in the fridge. And I was like, this was not really that much better. <laughs> I poured that one down the drain too. Um, it was, um, and it, it was, it was shit. It was something I had in the collection and, um, and I don't remember where I got them from. I think it was, um, I know my mom had a, uh, she was a wine a month type thing or something oh, like that. Okay. And okay. they sent her something. So she had some, uh, some doubles or some of the stuff that she'd gotten. And it was, uh, the bachelorette had like a, a wine. It's garbage, garbage. <laughs> I mean, if you could, if you could make like wine taste dry, like dry and tasteless at the same time. Yeah. Right. Ugh. We're like, we're like <laughs> a hint of dust. That's how this stuff tasted. <laughs> Oh, that, that's that's bad. That's bad. Yeah. Um, like if if you could if you could make wine taste like nothing, like like the absence of air, right? right? <laughs> that's that's how this stuff absence tastes. Of air. Um, have, have you ever had honeymead? Yes, I actually have some honeymead upstairs. Oh, uh, that that has become that is rapidly becoming one of my favorites. Uh, Alcoholic drinks. Now you live like right near a a, a place that makes honey mead. Oh, really? Yes, yeah, right, it's right there in your area. Is that Chateau Morset? No, 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 no. It's another place. Oh, oh. So I'll, I'll show just... you the I'll show you the bottle upstairs. Uh, okay. where I got it from. I would think they're still in operation, but yeah, they're right up in your area. Okay, okay. I must have totally overlooked them because that's where I got mine from. <laughs> See, like mine just came from uh, came from a Kroger, but it's like. Uh, like a one of the one of the like clay bottle type things. Oh, nice! Like, like por- not porcelain. Um, what what am I thinking here? Um, not ceramic. Um, it might be. I don't know. Ceramic seems a little frail. I mean, it, it's it's like a like an old um, like a medieval movie? jug kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like like not like a moonshiner's jug, but like a, one of the old like medieval jugs that they would have like fired in in clay or something. Oh, so but, not, uh, not the kind you can blow into. Boom. Boom, boom, boom. Probably could. <laughs> I've, I've never tried it because my my only goal is to get sustenance from Mother Earth from it. But uh, my only goal is to get wrecked, son. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. I mean, there there was there there was a several week period where I was like throwing back three shots a night. <laughs> Damn, dude. Yeah, that's like the kind of shit that you have to have a problem. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm starting to wonder about that. <laughs> Man, you're starting to get into some like some my pillow kind of territory. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, it like if you do it frequently enough, then you really don't even get a buzz out of that. <laughs> so, so is it because you like the taste? Because you need to relax? Because you just got so much going on? Like, See, it's a little bit of a combination. It all started because I like the taste, and I still like the taste. Like, I could recreationally drink right now, and like I don't feel a need for a drink. I just really like the taste of hard liquor. 
I mean, no one really feels a need for a drink. I would argue there's lots of people who feel a need for a drink. I just feel the need to escape all this bullshit that's around me. <laughs> I mean, if I could do drugs, I'd do drugs, but I can't, so I drink. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's. I, mean, it's, you know, I can't, can't get arrested for going and buying like a six pack. I can't get arrested <laughs> for buying crack. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it it was definitely uh, more of a result of like the stress of of the job and all that. Which, I mean, that might be worth bringing up on the podcast, is I'm back to my previous printing company, and things are going pretty well with that, but... Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. Well, yeah, but, like, they pulled me back in, like, with a $6,000 a year raise, so it's, it's like, pretty good circumstances. Oh, look at me, my name's Comey, I make money. (laughs) I mean, this really just kind of puts me at, like, the baseline of of people my age. It's like, oh, look at a Comey, he finally caught up, bless his heart. But, did, uh, did I tell you? Did I tell you about the meeting that I had with my new boss? Um, uh, maybe. Yes, yes, you did. You did. <laughs> He's like, uh, yeah. So, um, so you know, the the company this whole market adjustment thing to kind of see because there's some people that weren't making, you know, like the like the the like the base level amongst you know other companies that kind of do similar job as what we do and like like you know they their uh their lowest like um. Uh, level of, uh, of salary. And so some people weren't even like making that. So there's a market adjustment that was done. So I want to have this meeting with you, let you know that, uh, you have not been underpaid. <laughs> Such a dick move. I'm like, wait, what? I mean, I guess he, there was really no other way. I guess he could really put that. And he's like, yeah, you have not been underpaid. <laughs> so like, so, so, so just no- rest assured, we're going to continue to not underpay you. Right. So like, like you, there's no adjustment that coming your way. I'm like, we had to have a meeting for that. Cool, like, I, I appreciate mean, it. He I mean, emailed I, me. Yeah, I mean, I, I I get that you know you had to do that as my boss and everything, but I get that that. But I'm I'm like really like we had to have a meeting for that. But like like I mean, they made you have a meeting for that to tell them that you're you you know like how about just the people that are underpaid you have a meeting with them. Yeah, but yeah. no, they like, made you have a meeting with me to tell me that. You're okay. Yeah, like, like this. The shit could have been an email, right? <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, like, and again, it's nothing. It's not again. It's not about him. It's about the fact that he had to because he has to go back yeah, and be yeah. like, yes, I had a, a conversation with all my employees. Yeah, but yeah, like they're they're forcing him into that shit too, right? So. I mean, but it's 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 like going to everybody and be like, all right, all right, everyone, everyone. Um, there was something that happened in the building, and uh, you know, some people might have been exposed to something. Okay. But not in this building. Another building. <laughs> so you guys were all okay. But like, would you have to tell us all that? I mean, like, like, if it didn't affect me, then why did you even start off with the whole thing? Like, some people didn't have this happen to right, them. Right, right. Not you. <laughs> so stupid. But why don't you say, like, people that, that, that do this job right here, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's just like, okay, wow, thanks. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Because cause here's the thing is, like, like I, I feel underpaid. But mm-hmm. then you tell me I'm not in that... This doesn't apply to me, so like, but I still feel underpaid. Right, right. <laughs> but you're not. But I still feel like I am. But you're not. <laughs> but I still feel that way. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, now, like, I I started with that other printer company. Um, what in August of last year? Yeah, it was August of last year. And uh, like, as soon as I started doing ride-alongs with my teammate for that company, which I'm, I'm not going to name any names because I've already I, I've already made it clear to them that you know I don't necessarily have a real issue with them, and uh, I'm also not a bridge burner. 
So I think, like, naming names could be problematic. I don't want to get sued. Right. No, no, I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like, when I got hired on with them, they already kind of, like, undercut the pay, which you and I discussed. Mm-hmm. And so I'm already like, eh. And so I told them, you know, so, like, I talked to the manager. I was like, okay, well, you know, how, how many printers am I looking at fixing for this hourly rate? He was like, oh, I'd be surprised if you ever had to fix more than four or five a day. Five would be a super busy day. <laughs> it's like when I started working my job, and they're like, so, like, you know, phone call-wise, like, how many phone calls do, you know, do you guys have to make? It's like, oh, we probably do, I don't know, maybe, like, you know, four or five phone calls. You know, like, uh, like there's, like, like maybe two or three phone calls. Maybe, like, maybe ten phone calls a week, something like that, you know. You know and, then, <laughs> and then now it's like, oh, hey, we had 42 calls a day. We're like, what? Crap. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so they're like, all right, well, you're gonna ride along with your teammate this week, and you know, I've been doing a bunch of like phone training and online training and shit. And uh, so like, I, I get there, and he sits down in his car with me, and like, runs his hands through his hair and goes, "Oh God, I've been running this account solo since before you started. I'm, I'm 25 tickets behind. I, I don't know how I'm ever gonna catch up." It's like, <laughs> awesome, awesome. So they're they're paying me like. At least three bucks less than what I was making with my previous company. This is cool. I'm really glad this is happening. So, you know, I ride along with them for a couple of weeks. And uh, finally, they're like, well, we're going to send you out to Atlanta so you can get certified on our printers. And, uh, you know, that was that was a fun enough trip. I mean, I, I despise driving in Atlanta for those of you who live there. Um, yeah. Why? That, yeah, that was... <laughs> God, that place is just fucked up. I, I hate it. And it's like a switch is flipped. You, you, like, as soon as you cross into Atlanta, you just, like, merge into, like, eight lanes of horrific, hellish traffic. And people just zip all over the place, Oh, man. yeah. Yeah. Everybody just drives like a total dick bag. So, uh, but yeah, so, like, and I get back to Atlanta, and I meet back up with my teammate, and I'm like, I'm ready to start taking tickets solo. He's like, cool, I just quit. I was like... Like I don't think you understand what that clicking, that the snapping means. Like that's that's not that's not a good thing. Like yeah. you're like like hey, guess what, buddy? We're gonna go to a strip club. Now like hey, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like well they they haven't hired a replacement for you, have they? Nope. Later, and then it's like you know he just like does the whole peace out, disappear into the background thing. It's like <laughs> oh fuck me. Yeah, and then uh, so that was October. So yeah, for three months. I handled the account solo, was working 12-hour days. I would get up at 5, get on the road by 6, not get home till 7 or 8. It was actual hell. I was barely functional. I did. I dropped off communication from all of my friends, never saw anybody, never did anything. And that's why I would drink three shots a day. <laughs> and, and I think the worst part about it was when they were like, so, Akomi, uh, um, the other guy that was handling this account, he's left... And now it's just you. So from now on, your name is Akomi Solo. (laughs) (laughs) It was was a weird relationship with that company from the word go. Because, like, when I got hired on with them, I was like, you know, hey, I've been fixing printers for seven years. Like, I I know my shit. I've been doing this for a long time. They're like, cool, we were looking for somebody with a lot of experience. So, because you're the new guy and you obviously have never worked on printers, we we don't want to pay you more than fifteen dollars an hour. And I was like, "Oh, that ain't gonna work." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "I'm I'm setting the price at twenty five dollars an hour. We can meet somewhere in the middle here." And so, like, it, it was just like this whole weird push pull thing of like, 
oh yeah, you know, we we really like the experience you bring to the table, but then it was like, so uh, do, do you know like how the copy function works on one of these? And it's like, yes, as a matter of fact, I do. <laughs> It's like, well, you know, in order to make the copy function work, you put the print, the, the paper on the glass, and it's got to be face down, and then you hit the store button. Yes, I know. <laughs> I know. And so, I was, I was, like, literally desperate after three months of this shit to the point of, like, I'm going to work anywhere just to get out of this. Just because I don't want to work any more 12 to 14 hour days. And, uh, that was when my old company reached out to me. <laughs> and, uh, they were like... Hey, so we don't have an opening with your old position, but if you want to do like way, way easier work for like $6,000 a year more than you're making, we'd be happy to have you. And I was like, uh, you know, I'm really going to need to think about it for us. Sure. <laughs> and, uh, the, so <laughs> there, there was that. And, uh, when I told, <laughs> when I told my manager at the other company, he was immediately like, oh, well, we can pay you that. And I was like, well, you should have done that three months ago because I'm gone. <laughs> He was like, well, you know, we, we can make you a senior tech. I was like, well, that's cool, because I've been doing the senior tech work for three months, so you should have done that three months ago. <laughs> Remember when I came and asked you for more money, you were like, no. And then now you're like, oh, we could have done that a long time ago. <laughs> you should have. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, well, I'll see you. And they were like, well, I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're pretty sure we got a couple people lined up. It's like, cool, you should have had a couple people lined up three months ago, because uh, I'm leaving. <laughs> So uh, that was that was a good way to end the year was to get out of like all that stressful shit. And now like my current job is super chill and super fun, and I I I got done like with plenty of time for us to get an early start on recording this weekend. It was it was awesome. Except for you still had to wait for me to you know, get off work. <laughs> well, we still got started like a couple hours early. Yeah, like we still got started around seven. We usually don't start recording until nine on Friday. Um, so. uh... Now, granted, I to I totally derailed that shit by falling asleep, but uh, oh, it's fine. <laughs> still, I mean, you know, we're we're making great headway, but but yeah, like that was um, that was a huge chunk of my year last year was <laughs> was working twelve hour days and being stressed out of my mind. Yeah, it's um the uh, I I was telling people that I have um uh, so I was talking to another friend of mine. That works the same job, but they work at a different location. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, I was telling them that, you know, like, I feel more stress now than I did previously because of uh, my relationship with my boss. And uh, I was like, and because of that, like, uh, I feel that I have to really prove myself to them. Right, right. They've been a, a a pretty strong advocate. Not that my previous boss wasn't, but they've been a, a pretty strong advocate for me. And um, and so now I feel more more pressure mm -hmm. to to live up to that and to be able to say that you know that your trust and faith in me, you know, uh, was not misplaced. Yeah, yeah. And so it, that makes it. Uh, uh, not more difficult, but it, it just makes it, um, a, a bigger challenge, maybe is the word to say. Um, and it, it's just, it's, it's just, uh, it's a, it's a different type of stress. Yeah. Like, you um, just feel a whole different level of pressure on yeah. it because he, 
yeah, he went to bat for you on something. Yeah. So. So I get that. Yeah, that's um. So that that's 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 uh. It's it. I think what makes it harder is that with the other one, it, I've always felt like okay. We need you to do this. You're not doing this, right? Right. Or like right. not doing this to our expectations. And it's like, yes, but I'm doing the job. Right, right. You know, and everything that I have says I'm doing the job. Now, I granted you want me to do it, you know, like, like X, like, uh, potential faster or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Oh, see that guy right there? Yeah. The, that's, um, uh, Chris Pine's dad. Oh, wow. So, um, Kurt Russell. <laughs> so, as like, I know, I realized, I realized you want me to do it like this much faster or, you know, with like this much more, you know, accuracy, whatever it is, or, or both. Um, but, but the, 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 the situation, the parameters aren't set up for that. Right, right. So, I'm doing what I'm capable of doing, you know. Based upon the, you know, the situation, the role, blah, blah, blah. So for you to ask more of me, I, I mean, you can ask, but like, I can only produce this the way you want me to. Like, you know, like if you like, if my job were to, were to change tires, right? Right. And it's like, okay, so, you know, you got to, you know, take all the lug nuts off. You got to take the old tire off. You got to put the new tire on. You got to put the lug nuts back on there and then you're ready to go. Right. And it's like, right. okay, well, you got to do this faster. And it's like, well, um, uh, I can only go as fast as like the, the, you know, the, the, the torque wrench is going to take the lug nuts off, you know, or, yeah. you know, I can yeah. do this stuff. Now, when it comes to putting like the lug nuts back on, I can be much faster by only putting on two right. on each tire right. instead of all four. And then I can shave some time off that way. Or what I can do is I can be like, I can say, eh, instead of me changing all four tires, this tire looks okay, so I'll just change three of them. Right, right. And then still only put two lug nuts back on each one. And, you know, and if I do that and I get them out faster and there's no immediately recognized problems, then it'll look, then I'll be doing what you want, yeah. but I'm not doing it the way you want. Right, right, because they they want you to have all four lug nuts back on there. Right, and they want all four <coughs> tires changed. So, but you've also like walked me through the process of what you're doing, and it's like, okay, well, you know, you've you've calculated it that it takes X long to replace a tire, mm-hmm. but what if what if we don't have that replacement tire? And now I have to drive across town to pick up that replacement tire. Well, yeah, we haven't factored that in. You're still expected to, to replace X number of tires a day. Right. Or oh. what, what the car that comes in is, is like a foreign job and it used a different type of like, you know, of like a hex nut or whatever it is. Like, yeah, that yeah. We don't have an adapter for. Yeah. Or it's like the last, the last guy to work on this only put two lug nuts in. So now I have to go get more lug nuts. Like there's all these, there's all these delays with what they're expecting you to do, but they don't account for that in their, in their prep time. Right. Or like, like, well, yeah, because every once in a while you're going to find a tire that you can replace in three minutes. It's like, no, no, you're not. Right. Or the lug, or the lug nut stripped. So I've got to like cut this thing off or something because I can't get it off any other way or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Right. So that, that's the thing. And, and so with that situation going on, it was like, if I'm doing what's expected of me and I'm doing it the way, but I'm just not hitting your, like your expectations, I'm somewhat okay with that. 
I'm not because, you know, that could cost me my job, but I'm somewhat okay with it because I know that I'm doing the job you hired me to do. Right. So if, if that means that I'm not, you know, that you're going to reprimand me for not doing it as fast as you want or something like that, or, you know, maybe because, because it's, it's a delay because I can't, I can't work on this particular one, or maybe I, you know, when I go to put the, the tire on, I, you know, like I didn't inflate it properly because of something like that. So I was like, oh yeah, you do all this stuff, but the, this one tire is not inflated properly. So, you know, you're gonna have to go back and do it again, which is a delay and you know, whatever it is. Right. I still take some, some, some solace in the fact that I'm doing the job to the best of my ability. So whatever happens, I can still, I, I, I'm still okay with myself to say, yeah, but I did what you asked. Right. Yeah. In this situation, right? It's like, I, I don't feel comfortable if I let them down. Right. Like if right. I, if I let you down before, like I didn't really let you down. I just didn't do, I just couldn't do everything you wanted me to do. In this situation, it's that like, I, I don't feel like I can quote fail. You know? Right. Right. So that, that makes it a little bit more difficult. Um, but you know, but ultimately, like, I don't want to fail at either one of them. So, you know, and I will say, you know, uh, one of the things that with this um, situation, the way it is, is that the dynamic between me and my, my boss and I have changed, my new boss. Yeah, yeah. And where we used to have, like, certain conversations, very candid conversations about work, we can't have that now. Mm, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's I hate the loss of that. Um so that that that's a change, and it's it's it wasn't a difficult change, but it still is kind of like like oh I hate that you know that I can't just kind of like open up and be like oh man dude this right here, and it's just like mm. right right. So, but I mean, so far this year has started off decently. Yeah, that's what I can say. It started off decently. Again, not trying to to put the whole thing as like you know like the year, like put all this this emphasis and like this uh, you know the, these expectations on this year is as having to be something out outstanding and like you've got to be so much different than the rest of things. I check this out, man. Yeah, the empire of the ants, <laughs> where like they like they're swinging at the ants like. <laughs> when you when they when they do like a long shot that aren't even like the, the ants aren't even really near them when they're swinging at them. Yeah, like, no. um, that's it, that's a really early example of just doing like the two split screen thing. Yeah, and, like it's still there, but now it's like okay, we're not bothering you. And then <laughs> you see the ants aren't even like even coming after them; they're just crawling <laughs> on top of each other. Um, you hear that? Ants, big ones. <laughs> Think it's a bird? It's a fucking ant. <laughs> You want ants? This is how you get ants. Um, <laughs> so, so this year has kind of been it's kind of been different, but it's still like unfortunately there's still some shit that from last year that's carried over into this year. Right, right. I did. So my biggest challenge this year, though, I'll, I'll say is uh, I got a 3D printer, and oh my goodness, 3D printing is not. It's not like they show you on TV. We're like, yeah, you just take this thing and like, look what I mean. Because people always going to show you the shit they made with 3D printing. Yeah. They don't yeah. show you in like the hours that it takes to level the bed of the 3D printer so shit will print right. Or, <laughs> or it's like, like, oh my God, what's wrong with this thing? Or how much, how many times you like scrap shit to the, like, the, like, uh, like it was, it was building okay until we got to this part. And it's like, I'll tell you, if you guys want to see some shit, go to Reddit 
and go to uh, like the subreddit fix my print and just look <laughs> at, at shit that people have printed that just like just came out all wrong or we were like like everything was printing fine and this happened and it's like this like this sign of satan like right there like how did this like this is not my print file but right, somehow right. like it didn't just fuck up but it fucked up and like made like this like pentagram or something like that i was like what the hell fucked up spectacular right <laughs> so it's um it's like like yeah that to show you just how bad things go and like in when it when it does mess up it never messes up. Well, it should never. It doesn't always mess up like near the beginning. It's always like almost near completion. And then it, this thing just goes like, like Ozzy Osbourne just comes in and like, what's this? And he's just pushing shit. Like, <laughs> damn it, Ozzy, get the hell out of here. <laughs> uh, so. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, we're, we're an hour in. Uh, well, then I'll, I'll cap this off with the new job. Uh, one last thing I learned about myself. Which is one more way that I'm comfortable dying. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> is it getting caught in a printer? No, no. God, I would hate that. <laughs> no, so uh, so the teammate that I'm doing my ride-along with, which it's not necessary. Like, I, I know the job, but then my laptop won't set up, which I've told you about off mic. It's just a whole fucking thing. But, uh, so my teammate is, uh, is a lady, which is a bit unusual for... Uh, Whoa, 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 she's a lady. <laughs> it's a bit unusual for printer techs. You don't meet a lot of female printer techs, in, in my experience anyway. Right. But, uh, yeah, so, um, and just on the off chance that, like, somebody from this company listens to this, I don't, I don't want to be super specific. She's, she's cute. I, I, I don't think it's, like, super offensive to say that. But, uh, she, she's not unattractive. There we go. Well, you see, that still sounds like, it still sounds like it's like, oh, you know, she's not hideous or anything. <laughs> Look how they blurred out because her shirt's wet. <laughs> she's got the pokies. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, she, she's, she's cute. She's she's an interesting person. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so we, we, had a, we had a bit of a drive. It was like an hour to one of the printer stops that we needed to go fix the printer at. So this was the first time that I'd, like, ridden for more than a mile or two with her. She doesn't hook her seatbelt. We get on the freeway, she just blasts up to, like, 90 in a 55. Ooh, God. <laughs> Has either Godsmack or Anthrax or Metallica or something blasting on the radio. <laughs> wow. And so Are it they was, fairly young? Uh, a few years younger than me, yeah. Okay. A few years. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> And so for half a second, it was like, Holy shit. And then I realized it was like, she's going really fast, but she's not like weaving in and out of traffic. She's not like coming in like anywhere near like running red lights or rear ending people in total control of the vehicle. But I just kind of hit this point of realizing it's like, you know, like having, having a, a, a fairly cute woman behind the wheel blasting heavy metal at 95 miles an hour, pretty comfortable dying this way. You know, like, for, for half a second there, I was a little bit, oh my god, what if we die doing this? And then it was like, what the hell am I complaining about? <laughs> I'm not going to say that this is, like, in my top five or anything, but, you know, this, this is not the worst possible way to die. So. <laughs> so, so like, we're, 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 I turned to Empire of the Ants, and it's on Comet, right? Yeah, yeah. And, of course, there's Joan Collins. I've never, I've never seen Joan Collins actually look attractive. Always seen her shot through a haze. <laughs> You know, like like that that dynasty look with the big hair, right? Right, right. So, so Chris Pine's dad just got killed by an ant, um, and uh, and then they're like they're sitting there walking away, trying to get out of town. 
the whole town has been because of something that made the ants big. The whole town has been taken over and compromised, and so the ants uh, will have taken over people somehow because there's a big sugar mill there, and so the ants right. are like all over the sugar mill. So they they've taken all these people and they the queen has like sprayed them with her pheromones and so now they they do what the ants want which is lure more people in there so she can spray them with pheromones they can do with what she wants them to yes. so when these people accidentally got stuck and brought in uh, came into town they got stuck well the police and everybody they act like everything's cool but they just trapped them there um <laughs> and so they're like oh yeah i'm sorry like we don't have any cars you can rent or we like our our, our Phones are down because of something going on, so they can't get help, and so they'll. And they're supposed to be going there to to check out these new houses and stuff. This new development that's supposed to be <laughs> developed there. So, so anyway, so they 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 they're trying to get out of town now, and uh, and Joan calls after being attacked by giant ants, and they know there's giant ants there. She's like, "That's it, I just got to get out of here." And the first thing you just run into giant ants. Like, ah, I'm like, "But you knew the ants were there. Like, yeah. what did you think? You did you think that just because like, well, they're only coming after us because we're in a group <laughs> on my own, I'd be okay." I was like, "Is she the one in the brown jacket, uh, or is she in the orange?" No, she's in the, in the dress. Her with okay. the dark yeah. hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because the uh, orange shirt is pretty. Yeah, Pretty stacked there. Yeah, she's she's cute. Um, but but when you show like the ants there, it's it's clear that it's like an ant habitat that they shot, and then they're just layering the the footage on. The, you know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so bad. It's very very obviously like early blue screen. But, but the fact she's like, I'm not I'm not gonna hang out with you guys anymore, and then I'm gonna go this way. And like, oh my god, they're ants! I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of been the whole thing. <laughs> Like, no, no, they ants stay over there on their side. We stay over here. <laughs> we, we've got it worked out. Well, it's a hairy ant. That's uh, unsettling. So anyway, so like so, le- this year is is interesting. Last year was was a uh, was okay. Just like some stuff carried over from last year into this year. Yeah, yeah. and um, it's a uh, you know, yeah. Uh, I just uh, it, it's. It's interesting. That's all I got to say, man. It's just, I mean, yeah, yeah. life is interesting. You know, I will say this. And, you know, sometimes you hit a low point in life and you're like, you know, what the hell is this? Like, what's the point of all this? What's all this mean? Like, like, you know, why are we like, you know, do I really want to endure this any longer? You know, like, and you get to a point like that sometimes where you're just like, like, like how how long do I have to just continue this way, and and I'm like, and I'm not trying to to be like this uh, this whole like um like motivational speaker kind of guy, but like life just it it just does shit, man. I mean, like it like it, yeah. it doesn't have a set path. Like things just happen and things move and like things change all the time. Mm-hmm. Like it's. Like I just I just sit back and I'm like I have no idea what's going on, but I know that things are gonna change in one way or the other, and I'll just ride it through, man. Like that's it. Like I like no matter what happens, I just I'll just ride it through because one day it's, it is gonna end. One day right. it's, it's gonna be over, and I whenever that happens, it's gonna be a lot sooner than I wanted it to be. Yep, yep. And so, I mean, I'll just, I mean, I'll just. Take the ride, man, and just like it may not always be take me where I want to go. I may not always be happy with where it takes me, you know. Like, 
And sometimes it does it, it it doesn't take me where I want to go, but where it does take me, I'm happy with. But sometimes I'm I'm not. I'm like I'm like shit. When's you know, like 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 when are we going to be heading back in the other direction? Right, you know? right. But I mean, it's like I say it's it's always changing, man. I just I you just got to go for the ride and and just work with whatever you got. So and they, they, at no point do I ever say you know. Like I'm so unhappy with this that you know, I wish this wasn't happening. Yes, but but I'm still gonna I'm still gonna hang in here. Like it's like right, right. because I, you just don't know when things are gonna go the other way. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, man. That's that, that that's it, man. Like I said, it's it's just it's there. So that that's a way healthier coping mechanism than what I'm doing. <laughs> I mean, well, sometimes, sometimes you you have to you need a little bit of a crutch to kind of get you through. Um, you need you need something to kind of kind of like. It's so hard for me to 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 just go for the ride, you know. <laughs> when when I'm when I'm seasick, like you know, like like if you know if I'm if we're, like if we're like like you're saying like you're in the car and like they're zooming, they're weaving in out of traffic, like holy shit, like like. I want to get to where we're going, so I don't want to just get out of the car. But at the same time, like <laughs> this is scary. Then you feel like, oh hey, let me toss back a couple. Now this is not bothering me at all. There you, you know? go. There you go. I mean that that's what got me through the the six months that I was, you know, driving two hundred and fifty miles a day and working twelve hours and, and fixing twelve and fifteen printers a day, substantially more than what I was told would be. Like you, you get home and it's like, oh my god, I just want to die. I just want to take a shower and lay down and die and then throw back a couple of martinis. And it's like, you know what? This isn't so bad. <laughs> no, the, the only thing I found myself doing is, is really chasing sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like waking up and not feeling restful and then just laying back down. But like, I've got to get, you know, like, like I, I need that restful sleep. It's like, it's not even so much that I'm tired per se, but I want that restful sleep. Right, I, I want right. that, that feeling where, where you, you know, like when you, when you're sleeping and you wake up like, uh, like a Saturday morning and your eyes just open up. Yeah. And you're just like, I'm awake. Yep. Like yep. I'm awake. Like, Okay, let's get the day started. Like that's what I want. That's what I've been looking for. Like, and and sometimes like you think that just by going back to sleep and waking up that you're going to get that, and and you're just like, nope, didn't happen this time. Let me go back to sleep and try it again. Very rarely happens. Yeah, but yeah, and I I remember like back back before uh, everybody knew Bill Cosby was a horrific rapist. Uh, there was there was an episode of the Cosby Show where he was like, "I'm just gonna go to sleep and I'm going to stay asleep until my eyes just pop open on their own." <laughs> and I have always aspired to that, and I haven't had that in many many years, many many years. But uh, yeah, I, I feel that. Yeah. So yeah, I I found myself doing that. As I said just chasing sleep. Chase. It's not even sleep. It's it's. Chasing the 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 euphoria <coughs> of waking up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that just just that just wake up euphoric feeling. That I've been chasing that. Um, you know. So, uh, and I'm gonna tell you. And so this is something I'm gonna put out there. This is the last thing I'm gonna say because then this has been turned to a long episode. Yeah, yeah. But the wor- worse than like chasing the euphoric like feeling of waking up is trying to get sleep. 
You know, yeah, like yeah. it's like when you when you're tired and you want to go to sleep and you just can't sleep. And I'm just putting this out there, man. And like, if you can relate to me, then that's cool. If you can't, then yeah, that's cool too. But the worst thing in the world when you are tired and you want to go to sleep and you you just you toss and turn, you can't sleep, oh, and you can't sleep. God. The worst feeling in the world is when masturbating doesn't put you to sleep. Oh yeah, yeah. God, I hate that. It was like, <laughs> it was like, okay, like fuck it, like this is what I'm gonna do. I'm jacking off so I can get some sleep, and then you do, and you're like, fuck, I still can't go to sleep. Like <laughs> this is the only thing I know how to do. Like this is it. Like, it's the only thing I know how to do outside of like taking like some drugs or something. Like this is it. This is the thing that puts me to sleep, right? Nope. Like, like, damn it. <laughs> Like, you were the chosen one. <laughs> I, I, God, I hate that. I hate that so much, man. That's like the one thing that makes me question like existence. Is like this has always worked in the past. Yeah, yep, yep. So like, so if 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 you feel me there, man, like I, yeah, I appreciate it. You know, it always depended on the day for me. There were some days where that was like my my means of getting to sleep, and then there's some days where. It just like re-energizes me. <laughs> it's like, well, great. Uh, now you just made yourself hornier. Way to go. <laughs> uh, just when I needed to get myself going in the morning. <laughs> nice handy J. <laughs> so. Oh yeah. Well, on on the note of like uh like beating off, <laughs> rubbing one out. Um, yeah, uh, I, I'd say this, this makes for an episode. Oh, so now we're going to rub this episode out? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, we'll just, uh, we'll give it a quick handshake, let it finish off here. <laughs> yeah, mind the gap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I have been a Comey. And my name is Turk182. Every, everybody's learned some real... Some real heavy shit about us from this episode. <laughs> I didn't mean for that to happen, but it's still pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, we, we can laugh at our tragedy. You should, too. Yeah. Why not, right? It's a, it's all just fun and games. And, <laughs> until, you, until you jack off and you still can't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and if any of you, like, feel inclined to message us and be like, oh, is there anything you can do to make us feel better? Either jack us off or send some booze. Yeah, I mean... You know, the, the worst part about it is, is when you're like, okay... 15 minutes, I'll try again. <laughs> no, if, if it didn't work the first time, it's not going to work the second time. Nah, just just trust me on this one. That, that's actually a good point, though. Send your drink recipes, everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just I'm just going to start just, start just becoming alcoholic. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. This line, this line. Bastard. I'll tell you what I think of it. I live to see you eat that contract. But I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach and break your goddamn spine! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Arnold never change. I love that line. <laughs> I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach and break your goddamn spine. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> that almost feels like it was improv. <laughs> Oh. And on that note, my name is Turk182. And I'm a Comey. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
podcast. Bye, everybody. Zang, yo. All right there, folks. That was Our Moms Think We're Funny. Let's, uh, let's give them a hand.